life tips. The show that gives you tips on how to live your stupid life. We this totally is didn't. Owen? <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, this is Micah. We totally didn't rehearse that at all. And that was definitely not our 17th take that we're just rolling with. In case you were wondering that. Uh, nothing was edited at all. Nothing's ever edited. Ever. Right. That's why there's always all those awkward pauses when you're listening to this. So, anyway. Today we're going to be talking about something that's been on my mind for a while. Uh, well, not really a while, just the last week, really. Um, okay. I'm, I'm back in the States here, uh, stateside. You know, I was over in Northern Ireland for a bit there, visiting my family. But uh, no, back, back in the old country. The old country. Across but, the pond. Yeah, well, well, I'm back on this side of the pond, yeah. You're back in the old U.S. of A. The, yep, the United States, they like to call it. Yep. Anyway, so yeah, I'm back here in America, and uh, now I'm back. You know, I've been back for a few days. I started to yeah. think uh, think about my life, and uh, I don't have a job. What? Uh, yeah, well, you see, when I graduated college, I was expected to, like, Everyone would want to like have me at their business, you know. Right. But that just didn't that just didn't happen. So really, that's surprising yeah. to me because that's the way it usually works. You graduate and then it's just like you get to pick from seventeen different options at least of just exactly what you want to do. Well, I didn't. I didn't even have one point seven. I, you know, I didn't have any. You didn't have one point seven. No, I didn't. I don't, I didn't have that at all. Did you have one point six? No, no. You said seventeen, so I was like, "What's less than 17? And then I was like, "One point seven. Oh, okay. I just thought you were being like very exact. Yeah. So, so I, you know, I haven't even got one one point seventh of a job. Right. Oh, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking, like, I need to get a job, so maybe I need to put some effort forward, and, you know, that's what they say, you know. Uh, if you don't try, you don't, you don't succeed. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've heard of that. Yeah. So, so I was wondering, Micah, if you, like, if you knew, you knew any tips on, you know, how to get a job or, or what to do. Like, you know, just, they don't just come walking along, I suppose. Oh, you mean some life tips? Yeah. Do you like that? I think that that might be something we try this episode, just doing some. I have my guitar here, and we might do some. I feel like we've been whacking musical stings. So it'd just be like, every time you say, did somebody say life tips? <laughs> life tips. It works here. Every time we say life tips like that, every time we say the the name of the show, we should do that. You know, life tips. Yeah, life tips. Right, right, right. I will. I'll try to refrain from saying it. From trying to say something important so that we don't get all confused with the little the little sting whenever I say life tips. <laughs> oh no. 
I'm going to have to practice this. Anyway, life tips. Okay, I think we can help you. Um, I have a very vast knowledge of, of how to get a job. I've had a job um, for a while now, and I think that that makes me pretty qualified uh, to know how to get one. Um, unlike you, though, which is surprising that you haven't been getting a lot of offers, I graduated um, from college, and I did have, like, 30, 35 different companies coming up to me with job offers. Um, it kind of wow. works the same way as, like, when you graduate from high school or when you're getting close to graduating from high school. Different colleges will send you stuff in the mail to be like, come to our school, which right. is how it worked for me to get a job. Um, and... I, oh, to be fair, it's not exactly the job that I wanted. Um, it's definitely not my dream job. But as they say in the working world, there's a couple things they say. The first thing they say is, you don't have to be crazy to work here, but it helps. What? And then the, yeah, the second thing that they say is a job is a job. So it doesn't really matter what the job is, but you just it's need something that you that you will fit in with. Right. Um, so these are like the most helpful life tips I've ever had on this show. Uh -oh. I almost so, uh, forgot that yeah, I okay. Uh, but I know a lot about getting a job because I have a job, so obviously uh, I'm an expert. But I think we could use a little bit of outside help. Here with us is Trey Garlow. The only Trey Garlow. How are you, Trey? I'm doing dandy. Um... Do you have a job? No, but I have one lined up. You do? Okay. Um, yes. Now, I went the route of getting offered a job directly after school because that's how it works for most people. Um, how did you get your job? Well, um, I actually have a job uh, lined up working for my uncle, which I had an internship, technically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um last year, um, last summer, and so I've already worked for this company, but and he enjoyed right. my uh, work ethic and having me around, and everybody else enjoyed having me around, so he decided to have me back after I graduate. Hey, so you time. chose this job out of dozens of other options, correct? No, I haven't even started looking at other options. Okay, so you've got a whole stack of mail that you still have to go through. You're just taking your time. You got, I have a, you got a whole stack of mail to send out. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so what are these, like, thank you notes? No. Um, no thank you notes, as in, like, thanks but no thanks notes? No, these are um, 
notes to get uh, an actual job that I would want to at least maybe work for, there for the world. Uh, so they're like, they're like, no, no, thank you, notes. I no. want this other. I want your job, notes. Right. No, I want to send out applications and resumes. Oh. All right. Going the old-fashioned route, I see. Yeah. Welcome to the 18th century, maybe? When people yep. still used mail? Yep, you know me. <laughs> That'll never I end. Do. Um, so, uh, Owen. Yes? Uh, to try to um, kind of understand uh, how we can best help you with advice... What are you looking for in a job? What do you you know want with a job? Well, you know, I I, I just want a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Understandable. You know, because you need money to do anything, and you know. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So I want a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to think of some other things? Well, let's talk about the money thing. All right. Trey, what do you think about trying to get a lot of money from a job? You're going to have to sell your soul. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. heard that's the, I heard that's the most important thing in a job is how much money you make. And, and how much of your soul you have to sell. Right. In a comparison. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like if you want to make lots and lots of money, you have to sell your soul accordingly. And if you want to not sell your soul, you want to be like the pure artist or whatever, you know, you will not get any money, but you'll at least have most of your soul still intact, at least. How but, much money do you make, Micah? You uh, make a lot of, lot of money. Let's just say it's at least minimum wage. So, so about half a soul's worth. Right, right. Okay, yeah. But I do like how you pinpointed the most important thing about any job is making lots of money. Because if you're not making lots of money, it's what's the point? Money is happiness. Yes. Well, I mean, money is not does not equal happiness, um, and it cannot directly buy happiness. It's a root of uh, happiness. Well, you can purchase things which will make you happy, and that's what that requires is money. So, like, I really like cinnamon rolls, and the best way to get those is to purchase them. You know, go down to the local mall, go Can to a you make cinnamon, cinnamon rolls? Can you what? Can you make them? Yeah, but you still have to buy the ingredients. Could you make the ingredients? Uh, with what? With plants. With plants? It, it would How am I going to get... Sufficient. Get a flower plant and a cinnamon plant and a roll plant. Well, I think you might have... You, you forgot the icing food. plant. Oh, yeah, the icing plant. I don't think that even exists, though. So how do you make icing? Is that sugar? Sugar plants. Um, there's sugar and then there's icing stuff. That's too many plants for me to remember. I feel like exactly. I'd rather buy a cinnamon yeah, roll. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And then yeah. you have a, effectively bought happiness using the transitive property of money to happiness buying. 
But could you imagine investing in all those plants? Then you'd always be happy. Well, you are thinking of the job that is called farmer. And oh. that is a job in and of itself. Which, right. I mean, might be the right route for you if you if that's what you want to do. Um, hmm. That's one option. There's a couple other options that you could you could uh, go down. Uh, a couple routes, I should say. Um, the first is: Have you ever considered shining shoes? No. Yeah. I was in the airport when I was coming over. Guess what I saw? People shining their feet. No, I saw someone shining someone's shoes. Oh, see, you could take that whole idea revolutionize that whole idea of shining shoes at the airport, bring it to the nearest street corner. Oh. And just stand around with, with, with your own spit and a rag, and the next person that walks by, it doesn't matter if it's tennis shoes or penny loafers, you just say, can I sign your shoes for $10, please? And then they'll say, yes. And then you'll spit on your rag, and then you'll just, you know, give them a go scrub down. Huh. So now, I have a question. Yes. Would I make a lot of money? Because that's what's happy. Yeah, you would. I mean, like, it's $10 to shine. Okay. You know, what, how many people walk by the closest street corner per hour, would you say? I don't know. Um, I would say, just given averaging all the street corners in America, um, the United States of take, America, I should take say. all the street corners and then average them by the amount of people right. that walk on streets. Right. Uh, and according to my calculations, that's about five people per hour. And if each of them um, will purchase a, a, a shine for their shoes... You're making roughly. How do you do math again? Is that is that five thousand dollars or fifty dollars an hour? Uh, that's you have to multiply. Multiply five. Five. By. By. By ten dollars an hour. By ten dollars an hour. So I, I I understand that part. It says. And when you multiply that, something by ten. You count yeah. how many zeros there are after the the ten. So there's but ten zeros. So that would be, is that five fifty billion? No, billion? No, you, no, it's the one. There's one zero after one. One zero. So, so it's so ten add, zeros. One so add, zero after one. You add the zero. So one zero is five. ten. So it's fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Okay. So that's fifty dollars an hour, and minimum wage is somewhere Sad between seven dollars and sixteen million dollars. So you're probably above minimum wage. Um, so just saying, that's like that's a good that's a good living. You work for a few hours a day, and you're bringing home the bacon. You're bringing home the cash cow. You're bringing home the the cinnamon rolls. The cinnamon rolls. So that's a good uh, job option. Um, Trey, what do you think about uh, uh, becoming a shoe shiner? I well, 
I don't know. Trey, have you ever shined shoes? Yeah. I have shined my own shoes. Yeah? Oh. How yeah. would you rate the experience on a scale of one, two, three? Two. Nice. Oh, that's half that's over halfway. That's over half. Well, it no job's gonna be perfect, so you can't right. give it a three. And it's definitely not awful. So you can, it can't be given a one. And if you factor in like so you're you're selling your soul for fifty dollars worth an hour, um, yes, which is which is a decent you. which is a it's a decent chunk of your soul, but it's like I feel like that's a good middle ground of of you know what I mean. It's not you still have a piece of it left afterwards, you know. Yes. So another um, job idea in case you know that doesn't pull your boat or. You know, that kind of thing. I don't know where I was going with that. Um, but anyway, another idea uh, is you could start a lemonade stand. Um, so what you do, here, here's the instructions from, and just individual steps, okay? Number one, you go to the nearest dumpster. You find a cardboard refrigerator box. Okay. And you take it to your abode, the place okay. where you live, which may be under the bridge, um, like the Red Hot Chili Pepper song. Um, it may be in a house, um, whatever, a basement. And you get out your magic marker or Sharpie or a permanent marker or, you know, a pencil can work, but it's a little bit less visible. Hmm. And so what you do is, uh, you could also, um, if you have if you have paint, or uh, watercolor, or acrylics, acrylics, um, anything, any really anything that can make like a mark on cardboard. What about a use. knife? I got a knife. A knife um, won't work as well because not only, um, well, the main thing that that'll do is that it will. Uh, it will harm the structural integrity of the box because um, what you're going to have to do after you put in the word lemonade stand on it, um, you have to draw it or, or write it or whatever, um, you say lemonade stand uh, on it, and then what you're going to have to do is grow some lemons and squirt them into a jar and then put some ice in it, and then you go to the, take all this to the nearest street corner and you start shouting, lemons for sale. You start shouting it. You know, lemons you know. for sale or lemonade? Okay. For sale? No, I meant lemonade. Sorry, I I have not done this job before, so I I'm still like pretty um, new at it. But you go, lemonade for sale. Lemonade for sale. Yeah, I put a little bit. You don't want to be yelling at people, but Le you want to. Lemonade for sale. Was so that you, it? Yeah. Um, say it like. How do you coach me? Yeah. No. Um. So imagine that you're uh, an orphan. Okay. And um, one of your arms is about to fall off because of gangrene. Oh. Um, and you're just trying to save money or uh, raise money. Um, to uh, get that operation that you need. You know, you're Please, basically Tiny uh, Tim. Please, sir, 
I have lemonade for sale. Yeah, okay. You gotta get it a little bit softer because you don't want to, you know, scream in people's face. Go, lemonade for sale. Please, sir. Lemonade for sale. Yeah, I think you're pretty close. Um, huh. I think the rest of it will just come with time, seeing what works and what doesn't really work. But did you like will, the please, sir? The please, sir. Well, that was a decent ad lib. Well, that was from Oliver Twist because he used to say, "Please, sir, oh. I want some more." And that's what I was thinking of. I haven't seen that movie. It's a book by Charles Dickens. That doesn't sound right. Oh. Trey. Yes. Have you seen the movie Oliver Twin? It's Oliver Twist. And I saw it when I was a wee little boy. All right. Um, have you ever, uh, do you have any uh, ideas as far as, like, lemonade stand goes? Have you ever done a lemonade stand? Um, no, but I have made lemonade plenty of times because it is one of my favorite drinks in the whole world. Uh-huh. And I think that if he's going to take a sales approach with it, he's definitely going the right direction. Right. So can wow. you, uh, do, uh, do you think that we were getting the uh, voice right as far as, like, the... Lemonade for sale. Yes. Kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Please, sir. Lemonade for sale. Exactly. All right. Um, one possible thing that you want to work uh, worry about is depending on the street corner that you are on, um, people might steal your lemons. Oh no. And here's what you do. They'll start stealing your lemons, and as they run away, you say, if life gives you lemons, don't make lemonade. And then they'll just be so confused, and they won't know what to do with these lemons, because you just told them what not to do. But really, in real life, the actual good advice to do is, if life gives you lemons, make lemonade. So, but you're telling them to not make lemonade, so it's going to exactly. trick them. They're going to be like, what are we supposed to do with these lemons that we stole now? And then they're going to say, well, he said to not make lemonade. So exactly. we have to do that. Right. What else can we do? Exactly. You got it. Um, That's smart. Right. Trey, do you have any uh, ideas as far as like uh, possible jobs or anything like that? Hmm. I don't know, because nowadays the job market is awful, and you see more mm -hmm. and more people becoming hobos, mm -hmm. which is actually a profitable business. Because Hoboing? yes, and bumming for money because it's tax free, and tax -free, all you have to do yeah. is look pathetic, so you get to just sit down and be lazy all day, and people mm. will just you just. You just Maybe. what? If you get a good street corner, lots of money because people, a good street corner or street, a good spot, um, then people feel sorry for you. They give you lots of money. Um, Got to get a place with a lot of traffic. But the craziest mm -hmm. thing yeah. um, that you do have to watch out for is, is hobo fights uh -huh. because people will fight you for the good spots with a lot of traffic where all these people... Um, 
will give you money. Trey, have you ever been in a hobo fight? No, because I'm not a hobo. How do you know so much about hobos? Because yeah. I because I passed tons of them in Pittsburgh. Ah. So, I just, I'm confused because you claim that you're not a hobo, but you also don't have a job yet. So I kind of feel like you're either a hobo or you have a job. It's and I feel, like, I, okay. I feel like when you said that about how easy it is to be a hobo and how it's very profitable, you were smirking on the inside because you were trying some hobo tactics yes. by, by, by getting money from the government. Yeah, he got you in a corner, Trey. No, well, the thing got is... you I'm, in your lies. I'm not a hobo. Well, the thing is what? Because I'm still in school. I'm finishing up a class, so technically I'm not able to have a job right now. What class are you finishing? Political science. Trey. Trey, I had... I was a hobo for 18 years. Plus. 18 years plus. And then I got a job and I was a hobo no longer. Were but you I spent my entire fight? No, I wasn't. Um, one time, I was walking, and my brother, who was also a hobo at the time, he had a cane, and he hooked my leg, and I, I, I tripped and fell, and then my nose bled. And so I guess you could, you might call that a hobo fight because blood was drawn. That's but, terrible. Yeah, but. I am a hobo no longer. I have a job um, after going through hobo school. Um, or you might call it job school because it helped me become not a hobo anymore. I think we could move along from just specific job ideas and move towards um, other other ways to find um, more typical jobs. So I'm still confused about what to do. Right. Um, because... You know, shining shoes and lemonade stands are great, but maybe a grown-up job that you might want um, would involve, you know, it would just be a, a desk job. Oh. Um, like, you know, like like uh, the desk manufacturing business. Um, it can refer to that. Right. Or desk job can also refer to any number of jobs where you just sit at a desk. Oh. Um, and to get these jobs, um, it's a little bit more uh, complicated than just uh, uh, growing some lemons. Um, it requires something very scary sounding. So just try not to uh, be a little be try to not be too afraid when I say this word. You know, um, are you sitting down for this? I, I'm, I'm actually lying down. Okay, that's like the exact right position you you need to be while you hear this word. Trey, are you ready to hear this word? Are you sitting down? At least, are you lying prostrate? I'm laying down. I'm so, okay. so ready for this word. And I've already been like mentally prepared for this word, so I'm just good with sitting down, but I am a little bit nervous about saying this. Okay, so to get a... Desk job. You need to use the power of networking. Oh. Networking. 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 
So now going on the internet. Yeah. It's kind of a fisherman thing. Please explain. What do you mean by network? See, Tra I think Trey had it on the head. Like with, with a net, you know, you catch fish, you know, and you have to mend your net, so you yes. work on your net. Well, Jesus or or the internet. The, you, I'm I, I'm glad you hit on this because you just said talked about how while well, you men go out and you fish with your nets, but you will also be fishers of men, and and that was the new networking. Oh um, yes. So what networking really is all about is you know making connections, finding people who will help you out and find a job, um, find talking to people who know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows Kevin Bacon, seven degrees of separation of Kevin Bacon, those kinds of things. So it's, 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 it's an art in, of them, in and of themselves. There's lots of workshops that you can attend um, that will help you learn how to do this. There are networking-specific events where you just go and you have to talk to people. And let me tell you something. Networking is really difficult because talking to people is the worst thing. Would you not agree? Or would you fall asleep? I don't like talking to people, so I didn't really want to answer you. I would not fall asleep if I was just <laughs> Okay. I like talking to people. Well, Trey, you know what? You can shut up. I was just kidding there, though, because okay. we really want your input on this. Um, so, anyway, with uh, networking... Okay. With networking, one of the most important things is learn how to shake somebody's hand. Have you ever shaken some... Sh have you ever shook... Shaken... I, I, yeah, we talked about handshakes and stuff in the, we in did, the other episode, and I and I and I think I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, so we did talk about that, um, but I think that the business handshake is one that's is 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 more important than any other kind of handshake. I think we talked more about the the friendship handshake, didn't we? Yes. This is the business handshake, and there's a couple different strategies that you can employ with that. The most important thing is that you want to keep very, very firm. So firm that if you don't see the slightest wince in the person's eyes that your hand's shaking, um, then you're not doing it strong enough. Okay. Um, that's one strategy. Trey, do you have another strategy of handshaking? Because you seem to be a pro at this networking thing. Well, okay. Now, I, handshakes can be tricky because what do yes. you do if you get if somebody gives you a, a limp fish? Um, the best okay. thing is to go in there with a moderate grip and once and make sure that you can get a ring because then they think that you might be a, a floppy fish. Have your hand um, too close to your fingers and you can't actually squeeze. What you got to do is just make sure you get good placement. And depending on the pressure that they are putting into the handshake, you try to equalize that pressure. So you're kind of like the uh, ballasts of a submarine equalizing pressure within the uh, thing. 
six submarine. I couldn't have said it better. That's with handshaking. Um, another uh, important thing is that you really don't want to waste your time with networking. Networking is very important, but you it can be a huge time waste because it's like if you are uh, talking to somebody who would never ever be able to get you a job, you know what's the well, point? Why talk? Why talk to him? Exactly. So you what I say. No, sorry, you go ahead, Trey. I was going to say, you definitely want to use people in the business of getting a job. Right, yeah, use people, for sure. You only really want to interact with people who will get you what you want, you know. So don't talk to, you know, this guy who's, yeah, who's, who's an intern at some random company. Only talk to like CEOs or managers, you know, people in charge of hiring. And you say, here's here's my business card, hire me. After the handshake, of course. Um, another thing that people talk about when they talk about networking is they talk about the 30-second pitch, which is where you have 30 seconds to basically sell yourself. I think that this is a terrible, terrible myth of... Um, networking that you should not sum up everything about yourself in 30 seconds and have it prepared. I think that you should do it in five seconds. And you don't want to know what that is, that summary is? It's true for everyone, for everyone that wants to network well. Do you have any guesses as to, as to what the five-second pitch is? No. No. Not, you don't have a single guess. Is it... Can you say it again? Five second pitch of yourself. Is that is that like a like a like a baseball pitch, like a five second slow ball? Well, think of you can think of it as a pitch, but instead of lobbing. My name's Trey Garlow. Nice to meet you. Instead of lobbing a baseball, you want to lob yourself at them. Oh, okay. So, so it's not a fastball. Like it's not like, oh yeah, more. Like really fast, like a, right. That's more like a curveball, like, like a half a second pitch. Yeah. Like it's not like a curveball where it's like, well, my name could be Owen, but it could not be. Maybe not. Also. Right. So it's like uh, a it's like a slow pitch. Like, hello, my name is Owen, and this is five seconds done. Right. You want to fill in a little bit more than that. What I would say is the perfect five-second pitch is this. So when I say Micah, you would actually not say Micah. You would say Owen, just for just for reference. Okay. So anyway, here's the five-second pitch. Hello, my name is Micah. I'm the greatest human being you will have ever met. Please hire me. Thank you. Whoa! Yeah, I want to hire you right now. You yeah. forgot to tell my ears to buckle up because you just took them for the ride of their lives. That's a that's that's thank you. That's the greatest compliment I've ever been given, Trey. You're sorry, welcome. Sorry for not warning you about how how great it would be, but Deserve I think that also. that it shows them confidence. It shows them audacity, tenacity. And beauty. It it's it sounds to me like um, this sort of job, you know, that you have to network for, 
is a little more intense than a lemonade stand job. Yeah, definitely. It's the difference between sitting behind a desk in an office with overhead uh, fluorescent lighting um, with AC all day and no windows and, uh, you know, getting yelled at by a boss every five seconds to, you know, get the reports in on time. It's the difference between that and sitting behind a cardboard box in the sunshine for a few hours every day making way more money than you would ever know what to do with. And being a small business owner, you know, being your own boss. So, I mean, it's just definitely what appeals to you more um, uh, about which um, uh, kind of uh, path you want to take. Um, but a lot of people go down the uh, desk job route, either desk manufacturing or sitting behind a desk. Um, for eight hours every day, five days a week. I think that we're running out of time. One tip that I want to leave you with um, uh, before we start to wrap it up um, as far as networking goes is hmm. you want to um, inspire the uh, people that might hire you. You want to inspire them to hire you, basically. And one way to do that is always carry around with you a box of donuts. Okay. And when you meet these people, you'll be ready to say, hey, want a donut? And when they start eating it, they get they start they start to take a little nibble, maybe a little bit more, and they get halfway through, and then, oh, wait, what's this? They pull it out. It's your business card. And they say, oh, that's really interesting. I'm going to give them a call. So... Put business cards in donuts to give to prospective employers. And if any of your friends or or um, people that don't have the ability to hire you say, hey, I'd like a donut too, you say, no way, Jose. Mm. And if their name is like Carol or John or something, you can say, no way, Carol or John. Carol's my mom and John's my uncle. That's who I had in mind, Trey. That's exactly who I had in mind. I thought so. I'm denying them donuts left and right. Yeah, how dare you. Well, they already have jobs, so. And they probably don't have the ability to give me jobs, do they? My Uncle John might. He... Well, I already have a job. I'm the one that needs a job. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for the tips, Micah. Like, I, I, I do feel a bit more confident now, and you know, if I can't, if I can't work on nets very well then you know I can I can always try the, my hand at lemonade stands or because I have a voice for it you know I got a good lemonade stand voice and well, I, I, mean, and I, I wouldn't say it was good I would say that it, it has potential oh right so I have potential there and you know I could always try shining some shoes you know 50 bucks an hour could help a little bit exactly yeah, yeah I think you understand so I I hope that you learned something from these life tips. I sure did, Micah. Well, that's good. 
so yeah, thank you for listening to Life Tips. You all out there in the audience with your headphones on, or you might be blasting this from like a bullhorn. Um, you might or do one of those things. Car radio, like yeah. twenty-one pilots. You might have a uh, ice cream truck that you're playing this out in the things, and all the children are running to the ice cream truck because they hear the life tips uh, uh, podcast going on. I'm sure that's that's how it works somewhere. Um, which I was thinking um, that is actually the news that I wanted to to give you all. Um, we do have an official life tips ice cream truck. Um, it's traveling across the country. Um, it started in um, Alabama, uh, Mobile, Alabama, uh, yesterday, and it's going all the way across the country from from Alabama to um, the southern tip of Mexico. So I hope you'll watch out for it. We're making strip uh, uh, tips, trips, stops. I don't know how words work. Steps and stops. Yes, we're making all kinds of uh, all kinds of things um, all across the country. So hopefully they'll stop by you at some point. And if you want to find where the stops are, um, ask a friend. Yeah, mm. that's what friends are for. And if you don't have any friends, um, watch, listen to uh, the last episode, which we we'll, we talk about that. We talked about how to make friends. Exactly. Oh, so, no. yeah, uh, that is all we have for this episode. Thank you Thanks. for listening. Thank you, Trey, for coming in here to talk with us about how to get a job, Trey. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, and Trey, I just wanted to apologize for saying you can shut up because I don't want to constrict your freedom. I mean, you can always shut up if you, if you so desire, but I feel like it was it came off more as a passive-aggressive attempt to suggest that you should shut up. Um, which is... Oh, I was nervous, Micah. Yeah. I nor, uh, I normally only have that kind of rage when it comes to uh, um, ironing clothes. Um, so, Shut up, you stupid clothes. Shut up. No, I was talking to the clothes. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't... I thought that maybe you thought that my name was clothes for a second, and... No, no, no. You're Michael. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's it for Life Tips. Tune in next week to hear more Life Tips. And until next time, keep living your dumb old life. Your stupid life, I should say. Your stupid life. life. Okay, bye. Bye bye. Bye. Right.